what if I sent you a link to an awesome song that was just released on Spotify by Drake and The Weeknd? It sounds just like their voices and just like their production, but it turns out it's a song created by an AI who has been trained to emulate music by these two artists, and Universal Music Group is rallying to get it removed from the interwebs. If a song is created completely by an AI, then who owns it? The people it's inspired by, even if it's not them singing? That's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. My name is Bubba Stalkov, and you're watching and or listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Join with me today, and only is the one, the only, Kate Dangeris Katawaki. Hello, hello everyone. Happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> really excited. Another, another day, love, another dollar. I love that somehow Dangeris became part of of your name i like I it. it you know i tried to make a a meme instagram account and use the name dan jarris taken but it was d- absolutely taken because then i realized it spells it still spells dangerous so of course someone would oh, have would have it at, you, you tried to at dan jarris yeah <laughs> and then it, that was taken so i did dan dot jarris taken dan underscore jarris taken like everyone's taken it so i made came up with something else I needed an account where I could put my memes that I find that are just like golden and I don't want to lose them in my phone and I just want to look <laughs> at them and they're all there like curated for me. Yes, you so, want to use somebody else's server space. So I got that, you. that was the the point of it. So I had to give up Dan Jarris and I had oh, to use man. another I'm one. sorry, Kate. I had to like come up with another one that I still, I'm not 100% sold on. So it's a work in progress. What is it? So that we can all go follow it, obviously. <clears throat> um, <laughs> the name. And did you pay to get it verified? No, of course not. I would never do that. Oh, come on, Kate. <laughs> no, I'm over that. We're, it's, it's, Live a little. I will come not. On. I'm not going to verify my meme account. Why not? That's ridiculous. I no, my, you know, I was trying to keep it secret, <laughs> my meme account, but then I mentioned it on here. So now it's like over. Oh, yeah. 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 I want to. I, I <clears> but uh, my I name want. is um, Humphrey Plowjogger, which you might be like, <laughs> who's, who's Humphrey Plowjogger? Well, in the 1700s. <laughs> In the 1700s, John Adams, who was one of our presidents, wrote a lot of propaganda under the name, the pen name Humphrey Plowjogger, like talking trash about the government and stuff. And so I think that is such a good name. So, of course, Humphrey Plowjogger wouldn't all fit. And I think it was taken. So I had to do Humphrey.plow. And <laughs> so Humphrey, Humphrey Plowjogger is like going to be posting some. And it's not posting regularly. It's just when I find something that's absolute gold. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. Something that's absolute gold that I just want to say. How do you spell Humphrey? H, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to tell you how to spell it. You're going to have to do your own historical research on how to spell Humphrey Plowjogger. Hum? Humphrey. Humphrey Plowjogger. Look up John Adams Humphrey Plow. Oh, you still don't know how to spell Humphrey. Humphrey. Um, I'm just going to get close. Plow. So if anyone does follow this account, like, 
I'm not telling you that the content on here is like good for children, okay? The content on here is stuff that made me laugh like big time, okay? That, John Adams, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. That's the, the prerequisites for this content is did it make me laugh really hard? If the answer is yes, then I'm putting it here in my um, content hall of fame. So viewer discretion, I guess. I don't know. Humphrey. It's a private account so that I can monitor who does it. So you're going to have to, I don't know, convince me to let you in. I spelled it just like, oh, no, I didn't spell it right. Like, um, <laughs> for, I'm just looking at this. Stuff. Oh, my gosh. Well, you'll learn a little fun fact H-U-M-P. Yeah. Oh, there's, I, take the F out, Bubba. Take the F out. Get the F out of here. Hump. Well, while you're doing no, that. No, it needs it. No, it doesn't need an F. There's no F. I'll have to give you a hint. There's no F in it. P-H- While he's doing that, I'm just going to inform everyone who's listening that um, Bubba and I, are, I found it. are not matching shirts and chairs today. We have different shirts on. Wait, you're not Neil Creasy. No. You are Neil Creasy. No, that's not me. My name is Humphrey Plowjogger. My username is Humphrey.plow. The first, like, Unf- the let's, first let's, six. Let's, let's. You'll Humphrey know it's me. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you'll know it's me. That's what I put. Then it's... I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Humphrey dot plow. Here we'll just do twitter.com slash. It's not on Twitter. Oh, it's not. It's on Instagram. Oh, it's Tumblr. It's Instagram? on Instagram. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Did you say that? I don't remember. I thought you said Twitter. Well, oh actually, gosh. Twitter's not that bad of an idea for Humphrey Plow. Um, <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty fantastic. Like maybe. I need everybody right now no, because no, no, no. no th- don't what, tell anyone to take it to take no, it's, to take it, the no, don't take it. Go follow it because if we're taking this whole segment to find it, hum, <laughs> fray, dot plow. Meanwhile, I'll read some fun facts about Humphrey Plowjogger. So Humphrey Plowjogger wrote three to four pieces for the Boston Gazette in seventeen sixty five. So Humphrey Plowboy? Plow, no, that's no, it. it's Plowjogger. So here's like two the two sentences of something he wrote on October 14, right? That I thought Kate. was that's not it. Look. No, okay, you spelled plow wrong, that's why. You spelled plow. Pl- oh my gosh. See, Kate. it's the historical thing. If you can't find it, I don't know if you deserve to follow it and see the content. I've I I found it and yeah. yeah. I got it. I got it. Okay, so it. it's obvious what it comes to me. So I'll read to you two sentences here that the real Humphrey Plowjogger, a.k.a. John Adams, Content wrote, Hall of Fame. wrote Get out of in here. 1765. Okay, this is real. I hadn't written nothing to be printed a great while, but I can't sleep a night's one wink hardly of late. I hear so much talk about the Stamp Act and the governor's speech that it seems as if it would make me crazy. <laughs> like he wrote all I'm- this stuff. It is so funny. It's like... <sighs> It's his, I guess you had to be there. It's historical shade, all right? Like Oh, okay, right, right, it's right. It's historical right. shade. Like, he's talking mad trash about the Stamp Act. He says, if the Stamp Act <laughs> takes place, I'll cut up the hide of my fat ox that I'm fattening for my Winder's beef first and make a coat of it with the hair on. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. what is that? 
That's kind of like his version of like when hell freezes over. I got you. It's yeah. just like, wow, talk about creative. I'll eat, if this happens, I'll eat my hat. Kind of. A yeah, deal. look, Ben Franklin wrote under the name Silence Do Good. I did. I did. Know I, didn't, that I actually didn't I know, did that. know that one. I didn't know that. So that's another yeah, good meme. It was account. a national treasure. Maybe so. I'll maybe I'll start the same meme, uh, the content hall of fame on Twitter, but I'll have it be Silence Do Good. But it's the same content. Here's so here's the thing. I don't. I commend you for all of this, Kate. And here's here's why I do. Not just because I respect you as a human person, because <laughs> believe it or not, I do. But I don't have the bandwidth to run my own social media well, let alone create a, like an anon. No, but this isn't account. all. This isn't all the time. It's just like, I mean, I see a lot of funny stuff on the on the internet, right? Uh-huh. But there's not a ton that's like that is Hall of Fame worthy. Gotcha. There's so it's not for every single little thing that I find funny. It's stuff that I want to remember for the rest of my life. Forever, ever. Forever. Like the first forever. one that I had that I had, it's of Jack Black, and he's carrying a little platter that has some glass cups in it with like Orbeez, looks like. And a guy comes up behind him with a tuba and like blows. <laughs> just trust me, it's funny. Okay. <clears throat> it just really was relevant to me. So I need to have all these things in one place because they are getting lost in my phone. Yeah. I can't find the video where this lady brought her dog in. It's like an animation. Brought her dog into the vet and said he's covered in bugs. And the girl like looked at the dog and said, "Those there's no bugs. Those are just like his nipples because all dogs have them. And the lady was like, he doesn't have those. He's a boy. And <laughs> That's not how that works. Yeah. That's not even close to how that works. When you log into Humphrey Plow and you look at the at the feed, I'm ready. I'm. Would you? I'm. I'm. I'm after I've requested. this, I know I confirmed you. So after this, oh, you, you okay. can look at the feed and you'll see like what I think is like top notch, tip top notch content. How do I? How do I allow? How do oh, I? Oh boy! <laughs> yes, oh, this boy. person knows it. Yes. Sorry, I'm responding to the chat because someone like knew exactly um, exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have like said that word here. Um, no, 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 it's done. It's done. But it's done yeah. and like everyone knows what those are. And if you saw this content, you would like, it would just make you happy to know about it. So yes. <clears throat> well, hey, go follow the account. And you can request to spell it. request to follow the account because I'll like decide. I'll have the final word. <laughs> Humphrey H U don't no Bubba no P you can't H R E Y dot P L O U G H. You have to Plauch. There's some I, I don't know. There's some stuff on, on here in, on the on the Instagram. There's some stuff on here that it's like you know I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have said about this account. It's too bad. It's too late. Hey, if you thought we were going to talk about anything else during this opening segment, uh, you tell Matt next time he should just okay, be here. I'll add so to my bio. You can't get offended to anything you see here. Um, but they can't read it. Oh, no, I guess the they can't read it. You can't. Yeah. Uh, by requesting you forfeit your right to be offended. <laughs> I hereby declare. Make it. You got to make it sound like it's from the period. Yeah, I'll copy and paste something that the real Humphrey Plow jogger put it in ChatGPT. It'll it'll figure it out. Yeah, oh, I love it. 
Well, hey, we're going to take a short break while Kate writes that bio. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're talking about the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in nerd culture right here on the Free Play Podcast. Welcome to The Lightning Round, brought to you by Moviga. I'm Steven with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. The Hunger Games is getting a prequel movie centered around everyone's favorite tyrannical president of Pan Am, Coriolana Snow. I guess this is a book, but I don't really read, and I can't say I left the theaters begging for more snow. So for me, probably a pass, but I'll keep an eye on it. James Gunn recently admitted that he did not like how Star-Lord was written in Infinity War, specifically that he lost his temper, smacked Thanos, and doomed the entire universe. Dude, worst part of that movie still bugs me to this day. Scarlett Johansson has said she's officially done playing Black Widow. I mean, she did fall off a cliff, so I'd say now's a good time. Early reactions to the Flash movie are pretty much all praising the film. I feel like I've been saying this for the last 10 years, but DC really needs this win. Uh, this trailer looks great to me, so I'll be there opening night for sure, mostly just to see Keaton as Batman again. Winnie the Pooh is getting a new TV series, though you probably won't want to watch this one with the kids. This R-rated series describes Christopher Robin as a disillusioned New Yorker navigating his quarter-life crisis with the help of the weird talking animals who live beyond a drug-induced portal outside his derelict apartment complex, The Hundred Acres. So, pretty close to the source material with a twist here and there. The obsession with turning public domain children's properties into horror franchises is pretty annoying to me, so I'd like for this to go away, please. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Moviga podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Steven, and thanks again for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast. Once again, my name is Bubba, joined with Kate. Hello. Um, and if you're not following Stop. Humphrey.plow No, you can't be plugging it all the time. It's like an Easter egg. It's done. No, it's done. Like, we're going we're gonna, to like go real hard on well, this Well, now everyone episode. knows it's me. Like, that takes away from the meme account. But then, but then they'll forget. And they'll be like, wow, this is just the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened. It's hilarious. Um... It's good it's stuff. It's dumb is what it is. Oh, absolutely. 100%. It's stupid, right? But like that's the best part about it is how dumb it Guaranteed is. Guaranteed to make you cry laughing. Unless you don't have that sense of humor, then you'll hate it. It's not for you, I, though. It's for me. May, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. literally was, only for me to laugh. So there's stuff that like you've sent me that I have to go through now <laughs> on TikTok. And repost. And like grab it so that I don't lose it. Or like my oh, my man. nightmare too is TikTok. Sometimes I save things and then they delete it and take it down. They do. And then I don't remember what it was. It's missing forever. So that's the thing. Before we get into this next segment, let's just rant for a second. Um, we're talking about like in the grand scheme of things, like the U.S. shutting down TikTok and Allegedly. you know it's Chinese spyware and like all this stuff. Dude, so many videos. Not even like super terribly offensive or anything like that. Like just so many videos that I send people, they're like, "Hey, I can't watch that." I'm mm. like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, was it? It was it too? Like, no, <laughs> the video's gone. Like, oh, like, I'm I sorry. can't watch it. <laughs> like stuff just gets taken off of TikTok frequently. 
Yeah, well, that's that's part of the reason why my content Hall of Fame exists is so that it's mine forever and ever. How are you recording? Are you just doing like a screen recording on your phone? Yeah, or process. I do. It depends if I if it's not available for me to save the video, then I do a screen record. Okay, good. It's worth it because I've watched all those videos so many times that it doesn't. It's the time that it takes me to put it on there is like one twentieth of the amount of time that I've spent watching the video. Okay, perfect. So perfect. You know. Well, thank you for preserving history, Catherine. Yeah, I, you're welcome. I do appreciate that. Humphrey Plow Jogger, seventeen sixty-five. <laughs> preserving history since 1765 yeah it'll be a big it'll be a big thing you just wait and see <laughs> well hey speaking of preserving history mm. we like to talk about the things that we've been reading watching playing and experiencing in nerd culture here on the free play podcast it's kind of one of the big things that we do besides just chatting up about stupid stuff and hanging out with yeah. all of you and building relationships um so kate i mean matt has forfeit his right to go first yeah um, this week at least, and um, in in like congruence with the times of Henry Plowjogger, I would like to be a gentleman and allow you to go first. Oh my gosh, Humphrey Plow has two more follows, two more follow requests. It has to be people from here. It's over doubled. Steve, you cannot follow double. this from Save Point Ministry. Yeah, he sure can. Absolutely. Okay, hey, whatever. That's, confirm, that's confirm. That's one of the perks. This is not me, okay? This is like, whatever. Yeah, you're holding it for <clears> a If you're going to complain you. about it, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to cover all my bases here. If you're going to complain about it, just email Bubba at lovelinerd.com and say something. Yep. E- email henry.plowjogger at It'll, it'll go straight in the trash. Uh, anyways... I Perfect. watched all of Amazon Prime's Daisy Jones and the Six. Okay. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. It's kind of sad. Um, it's just one of those roller coastery emotional stories about. It's loosely based on Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it has um, Sam Claflin, the guy from The Hunger Games, in it. I don't. I honestly don't know what else he's been in because I don't remember. I just. I just know the Hunger Games. He was in it. Um, <laughs> it was a really, it was a really good show. The music was good. I wonder if they're actually singing. I haven't done any research on it, but if you like that kind of stuff, it was shot uh, a little bit like documentary style esque. And Timothy yeah. Oliphant is in it as the tour manager. And he, Oliphant. Yeah, and he's in it as well. Um, can't remember the names of anyone else that was in it. But it was good. I think it was ten episodes. I fl- okay. I flew. It was very doable. One season. I f- Bingeable. I flew. Th- yeah. I flew through it. Um, maybe maybe eight out of ten. Okay. All right. You know what else I noticed is the drummer in the show is really playing the drums. So that shocked me because normally they oh. ne- they never they never are. But you can tell if someone's faking, or if they don't know. So, yeah. <clears throat> so he was he was actually doing it. I'm like oh. Kate, did you watch the, I think it was Instagram, I think I sent did you I, reels of like a, a kid drummer, like that plays in a worship band? Yes. And just this, absolutely. This was a while ago, this one. Thumps. This one was a while uh, ago. No. No, 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 no. This this was a little white kid. Oh, then maybe I haven't New. seen it. New then one. I haven't seen, I haven't seen that kid. I just, I love watching kids because they're not controlled because <clears> everything is like, you know, twenty percent bigger for them. They just kind of right? go so and they, they gotta make they gotta make bigger. Yeah, they, they over they overplay. They have a lot to mature and that. Yeah, <laughs> but 
freaking absolutely <laughs> I know they just go for it. <clears throat> knocking it out of the park. It's right? funny. I love it. Yeah. So you could add that to your list of like shows if you ever are not sure what to watch and you feel like watching something that's one season, one and done. You could watch Daisy that. Daisy Jones Locker. Yeah. Just yep, exactly exactly that. And I <laughs> I've been playing of course I've still been playing Hogwarts Legacy. I won't get into that because nobody cares. I That's not true. It's my second playthrough. Like I haven't done anything that different. Well, I'm just saying it's that the, it's not nobody cares. Uh Steve, save point ministries in the in the chat he does magic monday but yeah I was, i've watched his magic monday before i believe you. i popped in and i knew exactly what quest and where he was at but <laughs> <laughs> so it's that game is you know fun as always i looked up what it takes to platinum the game and i don't have it in me so i will not be doing that i also have put i don't in, believe you no if you look at it like i don't know i'd have to be in a massive depression for me personally to be able to okay, platinum to platinum that and i was pretty depressed a couple weeks ago and i still didn't have it in me so why don't you just tell me because steve also said he doesn't have it in him what no there's what way too many collectibles like if you have to collect 150 something field guide pages that are invisible okay. until you revelio them revelio? around uh, the world you have to you have to do like 90 something merlin trial puzzles you have to collect uh, all the um, the bigger like collectible chests and the mm -hmm. transfiguration or whatever recipe things. It's just a lot of collecting of stuff. And I was looking at it and everyone was saying like, it is so exhausting trying to find everything and get everything. Even if you already know where it is through like a guide, it's still exhausting. Yeah, but I mean, like what else are you doing? Nothing though, right? Well, I have. I'm doing a lot of other things. Like you're literally on your second playthrough. You might as well just. Well, that's what I thought, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe if I just keep playing it over the next three years. What and if then, you did? No, then it said you have to do everything on your first playthrough, and then you have to start huh? three more playthroughs for each house. Oh, uh, okay. That was the other. But one. You don't have to. You don't have to do everything. I don't know. That's when I stopped. No that's way. when I stopped looking at it because i thought forget it i'm getting sad looking at this forget it you know yeah you're doing trash cleanup you're just picking up all the pages basically it's it's community service revelio 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 that's me all day every day when i try to play the game you're picking up magic trash I but i love okay, it I'm... i do love it but not that much i have also put in about two or three hours into octopath traveler 2 enjoying okay, it and... loving it it's um i loved the first one Last time I talked about this, I had played the demo, and it was great. It's very much the same. Great-looking little, I don't know what kind of art style that is. 3D, uh, I 3D, think it, I think it's 2D, 3D. 2.5D is what they call D. it. Because it, it's, it's 2D in a 3D environment. Yeah. Looks yeah. great, feels great. The characters, I'm, I've only played like two characters so far out of the eight. Yeah. And... Interesting stories. I will definitely be playing and beating this game. I read it's a 60-hour game. so Well, you got multiple characters. <laughs> you have eight characters. Yeah. And I put in a good chunk of time on the last one, maybe 40 or 50 hours on the first one. So That's so much. Man. And I just like, sometimes this style of combat really hugs my soul. It's like turn-based, whack them with my magic stuff, that kind of thing. You're, you're a big fan of the turn-based combat. 
yeah, I have to be in the right mood. It's the tactics that I like, but I really have to be in the right mood for tactics. Otherwise, I hate it. That's why Mario Rabbids is like the best thing, because you could always be in the mood for Mario Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll play maybe I'll play that again. And lastly, I picked up the new Horizon Burning Shores DLC. And okay. I only just started it last night. Like I have barely any time into it. Maybe 30 minutes. You like it? Well, so far, yeah. Okay. It's cool. Is, is it more of the same or like? More of the same so far. But I was kind of sad because there was the character Silence. And he's played okay. by Lance Reddick who, you know, he died. And yeah. so it was really sad seeing him there in the world. And like, I don't know. It was sad. Yeah. But he was well, only there in the beginning and now like we've moved on. So he's back in the homeland and we've moved on. So I don't think I'll see him Perfect. again yeah, for just this. But... <laughs> go kill more ro- robot dinosaurs. There's going to be some cool machines in this. I had to play a little bit before to kind of get my feet back because I've been playing so much Hogwarts. Like, so Revelio looks different in Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still there. It's it definitely still yeah. there. You just have to use the focus, not a wand. So it's just, it's just, it's just two different things, two different things, but I'm, I'm on it. And as always, that game just looks absolutely beautiful. The water looks yeah. so cool. So I'll give you my full review when I finish it. Um, yeah. I, don't, I want to hear all about the water. It was okay. like 20 bucks. I don't know how long it will be. That's, Probably not too long. It's average price for, pretty, pretty a, cheap. for a DLC. And I've played yeah. all the other Horizon DLCs and games that have ever come out. So why stop now? They're saying it's going to be a trilogy, which we all knew. So I need to, I need to, pl- man, golly, I just gotta, my backlog is getting ridiculous these days. Well, Absolutely ridiculous. No shortage of things to play. Anyways, well, on that note. Speaking of that, <laughs> um, I finished Jury Duty, not being on Jury Duty, but the show Jury Duty I've on I've been seeing Freebie. ads. Uh, Kate, watch it. That guy that's in it is the one from Westworld. Yes, I and d- he says that. I, that's, I saw that trailer and he was in it. He's like, I was in Westworld. And I'm like, oh, is that what Bubba was talking about? Yeah, James Marsden. I didn't yeah. know his name. I just knew him as Teddy. And, <laughs> well, that's the whole thing is that like he's he plays himself, but like a, a, a caricaturized version of himself in that show. His name is James Marsden because he's the actor, James Marsden, who has jury duty. Um, yeah, he and been he Teddy. just does over the top actory things. And so... Um, but they even mentioned that he's like, yeah, I was in Westworld. And he goes, oh man, dang, you were in Westworld. He goes, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's, it's great. I think that you would absolutely love it. I found out that this is not the first time that something like this has happened where they have one person that's in, that's not an actor and everybody else is an actor. There was a show on Spike TV that was called, uh, Joe Schmo. Or something like that. Okay. And he, like, a guy was on a reality show on Spike that was called uh, Lap of Luxury or something like that. And, um, like, Kristen Wiig okay. was on that show before she was Kristen Wiig, right? <laughs> um, as Dr. Pat or something like that. And so, like... Just the whole thing was was crazy. He looked like an actor, though. Like going back and watching some of that stuff, he absolutely looked like and acted kind of like an actor mm. in most most parts. But this one, Jury Duty, 
he did not <laughs> like he just he just was a dude right and it was so great um but anyway finish that the the last episode is like i it's kind of like a reunion episode but nobody went anywhere they went like immediately from the case ending to hey here's the peek behind the curtain so um but it was really great <laughs> it was just it was funny it was engaging it was heartwarming um you felt all the feels kind of just a little bit you know if you if you're having a a lapse in judgment or if your faith in humanity is waning um it's a it's a it's a good show to kind of like instill a little bit in you um i've been playing marvel snap and i don't know why (laughs) um i think it must be because i'm a glutton for punishment Mm. um Kate, I have lost so much in this Ooh, game. Oh, that's got a sting. So <laughs> much. And it's not just, oh, you lost this number of games. Because it has this cubes mechanic to it. Where like, you, it doesn't matter how many games you win. It matters how many cubes you obtain. Right? And it's a betting mechanic. A press your luck kind of a thing. And you can get all the way to the very end. And then just get absolutely rolled in the last turn. And then you lose eight cubes, which is the max. And oh. it takes, yeah, it takes 10 cubes to level. It's it's a whole thing, and it's very frustrating when you know that you have something and then you just get rolled. <laughs> but I'm playing it because, again, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So I just play Marvel Snap. You're grasping onto the hope that it will someday turn around for you. Sometimes I win. Sometimes I win. Well. And I'm like, I could do this. And then I lose a lot. <laughs> so... I'm playing. I'm playing a little bit off and on. Um, if for anybody that cares, I've got a really good move deck that I'm using. That's is it good at, though? If you, it's at least it's at least letting me win a little bit. I'm missing some okay. key cards in other decks that would make me skyrocket. Um, my daughter is also in a play uh, called Into the Woods Junior, and that is uh, first show was last night. There's another show tonight. And then two on Saturday. By the time you guys hear this podcast-wise, we'll be done. And it's glorious that we're done. Um, <laughs> What's but your I'm doing role? All the, oh, you're I'm saying. video. Okay. And so I kind of stepped in last minute and was like, hey, I'll if any, if nobody's videoing this, I'll do the video. Like, I'll press record. That kind of well, thing. Well, I'm not just pressing record. <laughs> I'm like, I'm multi-tracking oh, all oh, of okay. the uh, mics no. <laughs> so that we can go back and do the editing, which means that I'm... Uh, re re remembering that doesn't sound correct, um, but I have to I have to relearn Dante, and I don't know, Kate, if you ever worked with Dante no, or never heard like of that. Her. Audio over a network. Not going to get super nerdy. I know we're nerds, but like that's a different variety of nerd. Um, but have to do that. Have to get my computer to be able to read things. I have to get things to be able to record properly. There, like sometimes if you don't do the clocking correctly, the audio will pop um, just sporadically on the network. It sounds and terrible. So it's sorry. It's a it whole nother thing. <laughs> whole nother thing. But when it works, it's fantastic, right? Because being able to take each individual um, you know, track and, you know, mute it when it's not being, you know, mute it so you don't or- hear the kids heavy breathing like <laughs> Out of fear. They're just chitter chattery, <laughs> little ch- bunch of chatty Cathy's back there and backstage. Um, but anyway, doing that uh, and like I, it, it worked last night, so it's great. Gonna try something different. Uh, Adobe Auditions give me some fits, and so I'm gonna use a different program. 
Um, but outside of that, when I do have time to play, my son, Caleb, my eldest son, Caleb, he had a birthday on Wednesday. And this kid, his entire birthday was Pokemon cards. Mm. All of it. All right. And so he's been doing this thing where he's just been trading, 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 trading. And I'm like, what do you, what, what do you, for, to what end? Like, what are we doing here? Because he's not playing the game. With who he does he building. does he trade with? His little kids, friends? Like the children at, uh, at uh, I almost said school. He does school online. Children. The children of, of Marble Falls. Yeah. And like all these kids are into Pokemon now. All and right. so, <clears throat> um, so I'm like, hey, if you're going to be trading, you should just be trading based on like you think that card is cool. It should have no matter to you. It should be of no consequence what its power level is. <laughs> or what its cost is or what its attacks are because you don't play the game. And so I basically bullied him into playing oh, the game. Gosh. And man, he loves it. <laughs> now he's now he's building decks because he's got so many cards that he can build different The world is his oyster and, now. Yes. And I'm like, dude, now let, go and teach your friends how to play and you guys can trade to make better decks. That's what the trade should be about. Uh, you're, mm. at, you know... 11 years old. Yeah. I never that's played the cards. That's what you should be trading for. I wasn't allowed to have those at my house. You weren't allowed to. I right. wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. My mom ripped, well, ripped up my, uh, my Porygon. She ripped it up. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> She's apologized. She's apologized for it since, but. <laughs> a Porygon. Oh, man. Come on. That's. <laughs> it's like the most innocent the most, little things. Yeah. And Oculus <laughs> love the Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, but he knows all about the cards and which ones are basic and legendary and evolve and like all sorts of stuff. And so when we talk about now building decks, he's like, oh, yeah, this would be great. I built a deck last night, um, a fire type deck and played it against him. And I beat him because he did stupid stuff on his turn. Mm. But um, he came back and he was like, I had to go to the, the show. And when I came back, he's like, Dad, I made your I made your deck better. Oh, like, oh. All right, and tell me what you changed. And he showed me. I was like, "Those are, those are great." Maybe changes. this is like your new a, calling. Maybe Marvel Snap isn't working out for you because this is your new I, well, calling yeah. to beat the kids of Marble <laughs> Falls. In uh... yeah, well, I mean, so so we're we're working through that stuff, and I you know I want to kind of help what I can. And I told him, I was like, "Dude, if if there's like if we want to start like a little like club, like a trading card game club at church." for whatever like we can do that because that's where his social stuff is is like at the church mm -hmm. and so I, i'm like i'm not i'm not the best at all this stuff but i do know things about things and yeah, so with, some, with some, disney's yeah. lorcana coming out um like that's going to be a very accessible um you know thing for for kids i don't know what that is i only know hannah montana well, it's, it's she's she's one of the biggest ones in that oh lorcana. okay no, i'm just kidding her and her and that's a raven <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> the, the, the Cory in the House deck is going to be off the, yeah, the chain. The, the Cory in the House. For... <laughs> I can't wait for that yeah, one. I'm more of an even Stevens guy, but <laughs> they all kind of work. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Lizzie McGuire but anyway, for me. Those, those are just some of the things that we've been reading, watching, playing, and experiencing in their culture. And honestly, it's not even all of it. Like, there's so much stuff. Um, but we only got 20 minutes. I know. That's the highlights. That's the highlights. So, hey, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere, friends, Romans, countrymen, because when we come back, we are going to be talking about AI and how it is coming for Drake's lunch money right here on the Free Play Podcast.
This week in nerd history, WWE drops an F-bomb. Okay, more like a bombshell, when on May 6th, 2002, the World Wrestling Federation, better known then as the WWF, dropped the F from their name, rebranding as WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. CEO at the time, Linda McMahon, announced as World Wrestling Federation Entertainment, we have entertained millions of fans around the United States and around the globe. Our new name puts the emphasis on the E for entertainment, what our company does best. WWE provides us with a global identity that is distinct and unencumbered, which is critical to our U.S. and international growth plans. In more clear reality, the decision was made after the other WWF, the World Wildlife Fund, was successful in a court case against them in Switzerland and was threatening to take it around the world. Why? Well, this all occurred around the time the Attitude Era began, when the once more wholesome, family-friendly version of WWF wrestling was now trying to outdo their competitors in WCW by being more risque and adult. However, even before this, there were also concerns over various harassment scandals coming from the company. The World Wildlife Fund entered into an agreement with the World Wrestling Federation that the wrestling company would stop referring to themselves by their initials internationally, so nobody would confuse news stories and companies when it came to negative headlines generated by the wrestling company. However, a few years later, when the McMahon clan bought WWF.com and introduced a new logo, the World Wildlife Fund rightly saw this as a breach of that agreement. Of course, this change was no easy feat, and it took a while to catch on. I still hear the occasional slip-up reference to WWF nearly 20 20 years later. In many classic video collections and clips, you'll see the WWF logo either covered by the new WWE version or just completely blurred out, which would sometimes include every turnbuckle pad, microphone, jacket, lapel, title belt, and more, because they slapped that logo on everything just in case you forgot who the heck you were messing with, Jack. Only in the last few years have they been able to unblur those logos and celebrate with classic throwback logos on merch, no doubt largely because of a return to a more family-friendly PG playbook. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Hey there, and welcome back to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Live Die Nerd Podcast Network. Do yourself a favor. Do not, in the in-between, go and check out Humphrey.plow on Instagram. <laughs> it's... Hmm. it's it, it, you, you're not you're not going to want to like come back and do the podcast. You're going to want to keep watching the best memes. Well, you're almost the to the planet. end because there's only like a handful of them. Well, we got one more break, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be able to binge that. Account. Yeah, the best for last. Um, you have the best for last. Oh, the one yeah, about the, the dog best. that I was telling you about earlier. The best for first. That's, oh, that's man. the best one. Um, um, well, hey, in this this here uh, segment, our main segment of the podcast, what we want to do is Kate. Kate wanted to talk a little bit about AI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's going, what it's doing, yeah, how yeah. it's evolving in the weirdest ways possible. Yeah, yeah. I heard this story and it sounds fake. Like last season, I think it was our season finale, we talked about how there was a guy who programmed his microwave to like be AI or whatever and have a personality and stuff. And then it, it told him to get in the microwave. Uh-huh. And it was kind of one of those fake stories that like maybe is real, but most likely isn't and like blah, 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 that whole thing. Well, this story about AI actually is real and it really got me. And it also raised some big questions about uh, what the heck is going to happen next with things. So I wanted to tell you about it, Bubba. There was a new song that came out 
And it was called Hard on My Sleeve. And it was essentially a collaboration between Drake and The Weeknd, two massive artists, right? Okay. The track started to go viral. It was on track to actually be on the charts. I think they released the charts like every Monday or something. So it was on track to like make the Billboard charts. And then all of a sudden it got taken down everywhere. Every streaming service suddenly hard on my sleeve was taken down. So you might be wondering, oh my gosh, why would you take down a Drake and The Weeknd song? Because it was created and published, produced by completely by AI. So it was not Drake and The Weeknd singing on the song. It was an AI that had been taught to emulate Drake and The Weeknd on a song. And this AI had been taught to produce in the style of Drake. So in essence, it produced and wrote the song, produced all this stuff based on tons of Drake lyrics and The Weeknd lyrics, broke it all up. It never said, this is Drake and The Weeknd. It just sounded exactly like them. So everyone assumed that it was them. And on Spotify, this song streamed over half a million plays before it was taken down. So that song made I would imagine made I mean, this that's... person almost two thousand dollars. Uh, oh, so it wasn't Drake. It was like, not Drake. Like, it was not Drake. And I, it was. I mean, I, no. I, I fully understand it wasn't Drake and it wasn't The Weeknd, but like they didn't even commission it. They did not commission it at all. It had nothing to do with them, their label, nothing. It was this producer who uses AI who was like, let's see what happens if I train the AI to do this and I just put it up on Spotify and everywhere and see what happens. So it was put up from this profile of this writer called Ghost Writer, which is fitting. Didn't say featuring Drake or The Weeknd because technically it's not featuring either of them. It's an AI that produced vocals that sounded similar to them. It had two verses. It had a chorus with voices that resembled theirs and it even had lyrics about selena gomez who the weekend dated in like the mid 2010s and it had justin bieber in it mentions of justin bieber not his voice sorry okay and the (laughs) can i listen to this song i don't know if you can anymore but surely i I can i have some lyrics for you that were written (laughs) i'll read them to you the before i get to that though the writer producer whatever the ai master we'll call him ghost writer has a verified spotify account so that's different than twitter and instagram where you just pay to get it verified right okay and they posted made a post and said this is just the beginning a little cryptic clue there and um here's some sample lyrics that the ai wrote this is in the voice of I guess the weekend. I came in with my ex like Selena to flex. A. Bumping Justin Bieber, the fever ain't left. A. Talking to a diva. Yeah, she on my nerves. She think that I need her, kick her to the curb. All I know is you could have had the world. Yeah, you were my world. Very plausible. Oh, yeah. Very plausible. So the song disappeared because Universal Music Group made a massive stink about it and we're like absolutely not you can't use our artists you can't use anything resembling our artists on this like no absolutely not they wrote a big statement about it and i'll read it to you here because this is when it starts to get a little like complicated is the legal side of it so they said 
UMG, that's Universal Music Group's success wow. has been in part due to embracing new technology and putting it to work for our artists, as we've been doing with our own innovation around AI. With that said, the training of generative AI using our artists' music, which represents a breach of our agreements and violation of copyright law, as well as the availability of infringing content created with AI on DSPs, so that's like Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, blah, 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 begs the question as to which side of history all stakeholders in the music ecosystem want to be on, the side of artists, fans, and human creative expression, or on the side of deep fakes, fraud, and denying artists due compensation. Um, so they're trying to basically shut down AI. They go on to say they're trying to prevent the use of the services. Hmm. Legally, here's where it gets like worse or better, depending on who you are. Legally, performers have the rights over their performances and their voices and their music, but a deep faked voice doesn't specifically copy a performance or a song. Like in this case, this was an original work created by an AI. <laughs> Sure. So how can they say, like, you're copywriting us? It's 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 That's not copying thing. anything, and it would be in some ways thought of as a protected work in its own right. So <laughs> this is this is a like a really weird gray. <laughs> it is gray area. It is because, like, the, I mean this this technology, and I don't mean it like. Oh, the telephone. See the technology. I mean, like this, this form of AI is only going to grow. Like there are there are services that you can pay for. Adobe has been working on this for years, for years, um, to be able to replicate somebody's voice. Mm -hmm. What I think is gnarly, like crazy about this, is that. It's one thing to be able to to replicate somebody's speech patterns, right? The way that you talk. To be able to replicate the way that someone sings blows my mind. I know. Right? This I is know. like milli vanilli at an infinitely scalable pace, right? So now it's not just you got background tracks sort of going on. It's like you could I mean you could have a brand new concert every time, brand new songs daily. That are just coming out. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. But how do it's, you copyright it? Like that, how, that's do you, the thing. how do you copyright it? And then when I was reading this, I'm like, well, it's funny that you guys in the music industry are all like up in arms about this, considering auto-tune makes it sound like this certain artist has a voice that sounds like this, and they definitely do not. So <laughs> at what point like, does that play a part in it? at all does it fall under parody law does it does it i don't i don't know because there's stuff you know you hear it and and you're like and you've heard that person saying in real life and you're like absolutely not or you know for a fact they're singing to a huh. track and then so what's the difference between someone singing to a track and then someone being like i'm gonna program an ai to sing a song that kind of sounds like you but it's not even your voice to begin with because it's a track auto-tuned so it's ai copying ai <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh, man. that's <laughs> it, it keeps going and going and going. So I feel like you can't really... I mean, it's upsetting, the whole AI thing. But this guy did not say, this is a Drake and a Weekend song. He just posted a song that happened to sound like these people. It was a social experiment and, sure. and kind of like a baiting trollish trap. Sure, sure. So, which I like. I like that, you know? Like, keep these people man. on their toes because... 
they're not really thinking about that. I it, here's the th- here's like the crazier thing to think about, at least for me anyway, in all of this is what's real. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but just I don't know. I mean, we could talk about AI, you know, taking jobs and and all sorts of stuff. So I was listening to somebody on the radio this morning um, <clears throat> as I was taking the kids to work. Um, and they were talking about, well, we don't even use chat GPT because if somebody hires me, they're hiring me for my creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not hiring chat, chat GPT. And then the other host was like, well, I mean, but <clears throat> aren't they hiring you? <clears throat> Excuse me. Because you know how to use tools and chat GPT is a tool. Yeah. Same way as if somebody hires you to do graphic design, you're not literally molding everything with your own two hands. You're, you're skilled at using a tool. You know, like Canva. Can you see it as using a tool? Very skilled right? at, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very, sorry, Canva. I'm very so, yeah. skilled at Canva. <laughs> but, but it's true. But I, it's very I think, true. I think that that's like a, a completely different like conversation to have. This one is, is it blurring the lines between what is and is not real? Mm-hmm. So like, needing to be needing to be face to face with somebody in order to like to understand that what that person is or if that person is yeah right in general like does that person even exist because ai can create people everything (laughs) yeah i mean like it's just doing these things on the fly it's so absolutely in in a world of disbelief right already (laughs) Um, it's so crazy to me to think that these things are starting to really as fast. They're, I mean, super fast. This stuff has not been like widely available to the public for very for very long right now. But already, it's like, no, we had to pull a Drake and the Weekend song <laughs> because it's not Drake and the Weekend. But dang, it's it is close enough that it's it's basically copyright infringement. Yeah. So. Then it leads into, can you copyright somebody's voice? And then with this AI thing in that track, it wasn't exactly their voices. So you can have a lot of people in the world that if they sing or rap, whatever, they could maybe sound similar to Drake. So does that mean that if you sound somewhat similar to Drake and you're another human being that you're not right. allowed to do anything ever. Right. So where is, where is the line there? I really think they're just mad because they got outsmarted and, <laughs> and that this, and that this song was basically going viral and they were like, Oh, and all bent out of shape. So. Yeah. I mean, ultimately it comes down to like capitalism, Right. Um, and uh, protecting a personal brand uh-huh. because here's another thing like and this has already started to happen but when it starts to happen on like a macro scale like we're talking things that could influence uh, world politics um, things that could sway <clears throat> elections things that could make or break a person's career mm-hmm. people getting canceled left and right about yeah, all over sorts stuff, of stuff they right? didn't do because it's AI. People are getting can- and how do you prove? People are legitimately getting canceled, Kate, over tweets. That's not. That's not. Nobody hears me say anything. No, nobody, just a tweet. Yeah, I, it's just just a thing that was written on the internet, and so I can only imagine stuff's going to come out, and people are going to be like, "Oh, so and so said this. Here's the video, right?" Oh yeah, there's a, everything. Have about you seen it that video? Looks and feels believable. Of um, Will Smith eating a bowl of spaghetti, 
and it's like <laughs> it's a, <laughs> no it's a total deep fake i mean you can definitely tell that it's not real and that's what makes it funny but that's the the whole thought oh, of please. of it yeah. is like you know it is scary because you're you're getting to that point and celebrities are widely enough like accessible via the internet of pictures <laughs> videos i type in will smith in youtube and the first thing that comes is up the, is Will Smith eating spaghetti it's the, AI. It's the video, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's blurring the lines a little now. <laughs> See, it's I've seen it. It's totally you can tell it's not real, but but then no. it just makes you think. Well, you know, if they've created this, what are they going to create next, and with who? What's going to happen? Like, are is, is World War Three going to happen because somebody was making a funny thing out of AI? <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> I should not have watched it's that bad. right now. It's just so ridiculous. Like his face is all distorted <clears throat> while he's trying to eat the spaghetti. And <laughs> but so, <clears throat> but so the, the thing of it is though is that if we were another podcast, I would have put that video up uh, and we would have watched it all together. <laughs> um, but the the thing of it is is like so AI is doing video now. Uh -huh. You just put in prompts and boom, it's it spits out video. And that to me, I feel is right now. It's it's in very rudimentary, you know. Um, obviously fake spaces, but it's moving in the direction of you're just like, nobody is going to have to really create anything anymore. Mm -hmm. AI could do it for you. As long as you master the way to like prompt it. So this guy, Ghostwriter, was probably mm -hmm. really specific in what he did with this AI to make this happen. It wasn't like, write me a cool song by Drake in the weekend. Like, right. it was very... Um, targeted in the way that the content and the things were written and the way things were produced and even the the production of the vocals it it all had all to be it. dead on and so there's some other examples of music in this way as well by different people you can get a young paul mccartney singing john legend's john legend john lennon's imagine okay john lennon john lennon's imagine I've heard that one and I was like, wow, that's weird. Why would I fell for it? <clears throat> you can also get Kanye West singing creeds with arms wide open. You can. <laughs> okay. I like that one. You can get Ariana Grande singing any song you want. Any song you any want. Any song you want. And you can get an entire album of songs in the style of Oasis with an AI modeled Liam Gallagher vocal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a lot of brilliant ideas out there in the world. The, the Drake and Weekend one is just the one that had the most traction because I think it, it took the music industry by surprise in that, hey, a computer can create a viral thing. So, and you know, humans take ages and ages and really at the end of the day don't know what is going to make a viral song. Whenever anybody's making singles and stuff, it's just a best educated guess. But I'd yeah. like to see what an AI evaluates when it's looking at I'm going to make a hit song. It's probably crunching like hooks and verses and melodies of millions of songs to be like what's oh, gonna yeah, do it's this data. it's it's doing things that humans could never do and i think we're just salty about it well <laughs> so here's the here's the probably even crazier thing to think about when it comes down to that like oh well this was created by by a you know a computer and ai it's like man i don't do you really want to go down that road because we've we i mean social media is based on an algorithm. Uh -huh. The things that you see and, and experience and stuff that goes viral <laughs> is based on an algorithm, which if you don't want to think about it as AI, that's totally fine. You don't necessarily have to. 
but that's really all AI is doing with, you know, mid journey and these videos and like, uh, being able to like replicate people's voices. Those are just things that hit us in different, different senses, right? Now I can see and hear what the algorithm is actually putting together. Mm. And so it makes it a little bit more real, but it's been doing it for a hot minute. Yeah, it really has. Um, it's just pulling so more of a human aspect, like a human face, oh, a human voice, like you're saying, and that makes it hit a little too close to home, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily like, we're just getting salty about it. I think it's, it's like, it's the, it's the terrifying thing of like, you know, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. It's not, it's not um, a joke, Jim. And here literally, <clears throat> literally the the need to like scan a physical id and go through hoops uh to make things that are one-offs and not replicable and like physical things i think all this is going to do is is really just like tick it up crank that stuff up to a thousand like tangible tactile things Mm -hmm. are going to go through the roof in value right hey Yeah. yeah you could get ai to craft you a website I, I can make you I can make you a website. Yeah, I bet you couldn't I'll, I'll make, make one exactly. about a about a hippo like I did. Yeah, I bet you couldn't do that. Fun facts. Uh, or like, <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe maybe all the digital stuff kind of goes to AI, right? Yeah. People who are skilled in that, but then it's like the the value of it just goes way down because anybody can do it. Anybody, anybody can tell ChatGPT to do things. Yeah. For instance, video editing. I just saw this the other day. There is there is there's a plugin that I think is. It might be for other things, but it's it's definitely for Premiere Pro that will take and it will cut and edit a video podcast. You put multiple cameras in there and it'll do the oh, whole Oh, wow. Thing. I like that. It could do it for me. Yeah. I was like, freak, I want to try that. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, try it with this. But it, I'm just kidding. I'm, well, not with this. I'm gonna actually, I'm going to try it with Into the Woods because I have oh, multiple yeah, cameras. Oh, yeah. Try that. And I'm going to see how it works, you know? Because <clears> if I'm like, man, if that even reduces time you know you have to go and move edits and you know kind of clean yeah some but the stuff bulk up. of it the busy work if it takes two-thirds of my time of editing out of it oh please please let me have that but still that bespoke like that tactile like you know handcrafted approach to things yeah, hand, handcrafted edit it it the yeah. the the end of this segment question that comes up that really i mean there's no answer it's a rhetorical question to think of when you think of this entire situation and future argument is do we want artistry and expression and the bearing of the soul and flaws and imperfections from Mm -hmm. artists in any way artists and creators because they're humans or do we really want to cherry pick the best qualities and then use that how we want to use it and say thanks thanks for your voice now get out of here (laughs) (laughs) there's I mean, honestly, if you think think about it like that, Kate, just in general, like <clears throat> you're you're working on a video game, hundreds of hours of like dialogue and recording, uh, or you want to you know get people for uh, movies and stuff like that, and, like long form you know eleven year Marvel stretches. Hey, come in. We just need you to read these things like this. Here's the here's the prescript. Um, we're gonna pay you in you know uh, perpetual royalties moving forward here's your contract it's different and then like surely that changes the way that like cartoons are done moving Mm. forward 
changes the way that like uh, anime dubs are done and like all sorts of stuff. And like even live action movies and video games, like I said, because it's all digital with, you know, the way that you see them on screen. Then you could do almost anything you wanted, right? Like yeah. if you could get it to sound and, and act the way that you want. Like, yeah, I don't we know. We could man. have a Matt AI here right now. Yes. And we could we have could. it on like a stream deck that's like, say funny joke now. <laughs> Press the button. <laughs> you know, the, the, the that would um, be awesome. This and this truly is my last thought on this. I was just thinking okay. about how really you could AI and live music is kind of going this way. This is why you never see people do live albums anymore because most of it already is track. And so why would you do a live album that's track that sounds the same as the recorded one? Mm. But I feel secure in that I think it's very hard to fake a live drummer. You can fake everything yeah. else, the vocals, the bass, the guitars, everything. But I mean, I'm sure there's ways to do it. But it's, sure. it's, it's, I mean, I feel pretty confident that I could still have a gig at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. If I really, yeah. if I really wanted to, like maybe I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, drums are, cause when you hit something, it makes sound. It makes a sound. And the reverb in a live situation is really hard to fake. It's different. If you have a live, yep. like acoustic drum kit, if you have a digital drum kit, then I don't know, you must be playing for partially for Billie Eilish. Yeah, and then in that or case, your or, or your church. <laughs> yep. So, I, you know, this is a little bit of confidence booster. I'm going to do some research today and ask some of my roadie <laughs> friends to be like, if I went on the road today, how hard would it be to fake like drums? Because I'm also out of practice. So, <laughs> oh, man, let's just find out. I'm just going to do some some questioning. Well, just ask Drake. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll seems tweet have, him. He seems to have the lock on this. I'll yeah. tweet him. <laughs> tweet him. Tweet him. Uh, tweet him from your Instagram. Yeah, Tweedledee. <laughs> Hey, uh, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to close out the show right here on the Free Play Podcast. Thank you for listening to LTN Radio, and we've got something special to announce. If you've been listening to our station on the Live 365 smartphone app, LTN Radio now has its very own standalone app for Android and iOS. This app is simple and straightforward, but it also offers options like harding tracks you want to keep track of to look up later, or you can even buy the track by clicking the shopping cart icon. The app will showcase what is currently playing and the last few tracks that have played. We'll even be able to send notifications for big event reminders. To download the app, simply search for LTN Radio in your phone's app store. And while it's downloading, we'd love it if you scrolled down and gave our station a five-star rating. And share the app with people who love Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie too. Thank you again. Christian Radio has gone to the nerds. Well, to close out our show today, we want to say thank you to everybody who hung out during, uh, put up with all the nonsense of looking at Kate's QAnon it's a, uh, Instagram. <sighs> I guess it's not QAnon, it's not. It's, it's, but it's a non nonetheless. Yeah, it's some type of, of something. A little, uh, it's something. It's something. It's it's it's, it's hilarious, <laughs> and it is for a very niche audience of which I am. I'm. If well you don't think that, it's funny, there's a lot of like I was gonna say another um, not excuse, another clarification. But you know what? If you don't think it's funny, you don't think it's funny, and that's okay. Yeah, it's my I'm Hall of Fame. Beeswax. You should start your own Hall of Fame. I think everyone it's should true. have their own Hall of Fame. Kate, you know what I think everyone should do? Um, I have no idea. 
Yeah. I think that they should go through their board games and try to get rid of them like I am trying to get rid of them. Oh, are you really? I am. What's the criteria I, for it for it for one leaving? Does somebody want it? So so it, everything everything on my shelf is is up for grabs, all of it. So it's not just like, oh, you haven't played this one in in ages or it's not as fun anymore. You're just like whatever is going to Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> so Can I see instance, Can I see the Stardew Valley one just Yeah. Can you just go Where get it? It's back there somewhere. <sighs> I'll get it during post play. It's you can't see it. It is right. It's not Kate there. friendly, is bing, it? Bing, bing. It's a board game. I don't know what you want from me. Okay, it's not. Um, so I I got on. I talked about this a little bit yesterday on Matt and Bob in the morning, <clears throat> but I got on to Yield Facebook Marketplace and I did I did something a little bit weird. Oh, I got weird with it. Okay, listening. Instead of just posting all of my stuff and saying, "Hey, here's the board games I have. Uh, here's a." a one lot of them, multiple lots or singles. I just went and found things on the marketplace that I wanted. And I messaged people and said, Hey, I can't pay you for that. Do you want some board games instead? Oh, and I went and I messaged one guy about a steam deck. Um, you familiar with steam deck? Yeah. Or I had one for a okay. minute until you said I had to mail it to you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a stream deck. Oh, a Steam Deck. <laughs> it's a it's a mini computer. Oh yeah, okay. I thought you. I, yeah, yeah. I am familiar with this. It's Steam. like a, it's like a, a a Nintendo Switch computing. Maybe I should get one of those. I think that you should actually. So did, did you? I wasn't listening because I was looking up hard on my sleeve to try yeah, to send it enough. to you. Did you say it's so gone? I, I messaged no. I messaged this person, uh, and was like, "Hey, uh, I can't pay you for this, but I would like to trade board games because I'm a big fan of the barter system." Nothing. Didn't hear back. Um, the same night, I messaged somebody else about a Diablo Special Edition Nintendo Switch. And it was like, hey, I don't know if this is even your thing or not, but like, I've got some board games. That person got back to me and said, actually, no, that's not my thing, but I'd be interested to see what you have. And it's like, well, so if you're completely fine with me blowing you up with pictures, <laughs> I, will, I will just start sending you stuff I have. You should make like, a yeah. website that's like Bubby's Trades or I, something. I, I hey, I thought about it. I, like I, that's still on the docket to do. And right? have this like was just an experiment. All your little pictures of your games, a little description, and say go through Bubby's Bubby's Trades and and uh, tell me what you're gonna trade. Kid, I got ideas. I got <laughs> What's ideas, the brand and that's on there. So I, I contact this person, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, go for it. Send me all the pictures." I start sending pictures oh, and no, I get about halfway through my games and they're like, wow, this is a lot of games. I'm like, <laughs> he thought you were going to send like connect four and yeah. life. Yeah. And I was like, I can stop. I can stop at any time. But like, this is just a small portion of the games that I have. And he's like, wow, you got a lot of like really like different, like big ones. And I'm like, man, I'm not, I don't, ha- I don't, I don't even own a different, copy of Monopoly. Different big ones. Like, he's like, good. Cause that's not what I'm into. Okay. And so then he's like, all right, well, here are the ones that I might be interested in. And it, it turns out it's like a, it's, it, it's a kid, not like a 12 year old kid, but it's like kid. probably I would guess within the neighborhood of like 15 to 17 years old. Right. Um, okay. So you have the upper hand, at a local grocer, you have the upper hand, kind of, you know, you do, kind of. you do, you have the upper hand. Though. I told him, I was like, I'm not trying to get uh, like a retail value or even no. resale value out of this. Okay. I got a bunch of them. I got to get them out. I'm interested in the thing that you have. What? Where can we 
meet in the middle. Yeah. Say, and do you want to see? Value. Do you want to see some Pokemon cards? We got a bunch. <laughs> Ask him that. I know where the value in my games are, and so I was talking to him about this, and he asked for a ton of games, and like, I told you guys, showed you that big Frost Haven that I carried through the airport. Yes. Um, he wanted that and like four other games. I'm like, I don't think we're gonna be able to get there. He was asking three fifty for the Switch. You go and you look at the Switch. That Switch, it's sold comps on eBay. Two two fifty. He's trying to scam right? you. But about a, no, he just doesn't know. This is a, it's a kid, right? Like, well, now's the time so to educate. Like, Be like, son, I don't appreciate being scammed. But Be at like the same that. time, I'm trying to get that switch, and I'm trying oh, to get these games out of my house. Oh. And so I know I'm going to take an L. But can I have a net positive at the end of this, right? And so <clears throat> we ended up going back and forth and back and forth, um, and you know, not like arguing, but just like, hey, haggling. what do you think about this? Haggling, and I'm like, haggling. well, I could probably do this. Yeah, haggling. And we, we landed on Frosthaven, Gloomhaven, and Quests of Yore, which is the it's the D and D game from Disney's onward. Like okay. it's the game that is inside so the, the world. You're gonna get rid of the game that you just bought and lugged all that way. I didn't buy it. You're gonna get That's rid the of the game that was given to you that you lugged all this way. I was never going to play that okay. game. I, okay. So. And I, I didn't even open it because I'm like, I got a sealed copy of Frosthaven. Okay. That thing is currency. It's currency. So the deal's settled? Yeah, I'm going to pick it up on Tuesday. Well, you guys going to meet in the, the Walmart parking lot? Not Walmart, but uh, at the grocery that he works at, I'm going to go meet his dad <gasps> in the parking lot. Ooh. So his dad will yeah. like make sure you're not a murderer and like stuff like that. Which I'm I'm totally fine with that, right? Because It would I'm be like, weird Dude. if you were like, hey, and you're like meeting this kid in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm like, hey, look, I'll, I'll drive to you. We'll <laughs> no. meet in a public space. Like, I'm not trying bring to your parents, do anything. Bring your parents. <laughs> yeah. Give him a Love Thy Nerd business card or whatever. Or no, we have those digital ones now. Give him a shirt. Give him yeah, a shirt yeah, yeah. or something. Is there merch we're trying to get rid of? Give him some of that. I might. I might. Have, I got some. I have, a, I have a lanyard I could mail him. Be like, hey, yeah. Bubba gave me your address. <laughs> Here's a lanyard. But, I, but I'm <laughs> saying this to say, like, this. These, these are things that I've done multiple times. I mentioned yesterday, like, we have the relationships that we have with not every, but at least some of the, uh, the like, the organizations and... Um, you know, the brands that we do because uh, Bubba Cole called them. I, I answered an email or whatever. Okay, how about this? Bubby, so, Bubby buy, sell, trade. Bubby buy, sell, trade. Bubby's buy, sell, trade. Bubby's, Bubby's, Bubby's barter. Bubby's barter. Bubby's barter.com. How about like... Don't take it. It's mine. That's my new Instagram. That's it. my new Instagram. <laughs> oh, hey, that'd be a great actually, Instagram. That would, might actually be a better way than for you to have a website because it'll cost zero dollars. Bubby's Barter, and then you just put up pictures of your little games and your whatever. Okay, Kate. And then you'll comment, again. sold, sold, traded, traded, <laughs> sold. So here's the, th- here's the thing. I need your help on that because What's in it for me? I've already said. And don't put Bubby's because nobody's going to know what it is. Bubba's Barter. What? But I like Bubby's. Bubba's Barter. I know, but, but to you, for you and me, and for our our our, our locals here, yeah, River Bubby's Bubby's Emporium, <laughs> Bubby's uh, Buy Trade Bar, Barter Emporium. What's like um, a okay, Bubba's? Hold on, I got to But that's what we'll do. We'll do, we'll do it on social media. I we'll have to figure write something this down. out. Might I might have to have like a website that it drives to and all that. Well, stuff. I guess anyway, how much matter. money do you want to? Like Anna's here. Anna, how much money do you want to spend on um, Bubba's Barter? Millions. That's what we Millions. said it was going to be, Bubba's Barter. Yeah. Or or Bubba Barters. 
barter with Bubba, something like that. I'll let you figure it out. Um, yeah, River's name is River's Emporium. There you go, Bubba's Emporium. No big deal. How about we but use saying, Chat like, GPT since we're talking oh, about this? Let's go. see right now. Um, we'll be like, I, come up I with a think name. <laughs> every single person should shoot their shot. That's what I think. Like, you let people tell you no. You got to be okay with failure because you're going to fail. People are going to say no to you. It's going to hurt your feelings. Get over it. Move on to the next thing, right? Because what one person perceives as not good enough, another person yeah, is frost just haven. Think is the beast. Unopened frost haven. Yeah, because that's not for everybody, right? This guy no. originally told me, I'm not really looking for board games. And now... Now look at him. Yeah, look at me now, Mom. Um, $150, people pay for their own shipping. Perfect. I love it. Well, hey, I, as Kate kind of wraps this up, so, she's going to be on social media for the next hour. Okay, but look at this. Out. Do you want to know my last couple chat GPT prompts that I've said? Uh, absolutely, I do. Yeah. One <laughs> one was um, Stanley loves pretzel day. Write me a paragraph on why Stanley loves pretzel day. Um, I remember that one. Uh, write me a text that conveys a message of, I'm sorry you have to have lunch with your ridiculous mom. <laughs> <laughs> i kate i have thought um you mentioned earlier that and i don't know why i didn't think about this when you were saying it but you mentioned when matt's not here yeah matt bought. like having some sort of ai thing um that is fun. a perfect time because matt matt's not here a lot right let's just be real well, he'll never listen to this so it doesn't matter um if we did a segment that was matt gpt oh and have it and, and have it. we let we let chat, we ask chat GPT the question for whatever it is that we would, Matt would say in that segment. And then we get the AI to do his voice of good, what uh, chat GPT would say. So we got to figure all that stuff out. We'll figure it out. I really out, like so. that. I really like that. Hey, anyway, uh, that's <laughs> going to do it for this episode. Episode 173 of the free play podcast here in season eight. Be sure to do us a favor. If you think that the stuff that we talk about is stupid and dumb and boring. Hey, Message received. Go and become a content producer, exclamation point producer here on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd or love thy nerd.com slash producer. Fill out the form. Let us know what you think we should be talking about, not just this show, but all shows. And we'll do our best to kind of get that stuff in and then we'll give you credit for it. Okay, let me get through this gate and then we'll, we'll come to you in the post play. New releases of this podcast every single Tuesday on Google Play, YouTube, Radio.com, LTN Radio, uh, Spotify, <laughs> anywhere that you listen. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. If you're not already a part of the LTN Discord, go and do it. Oh. LTN Discord. That's lovethynerd.com slash Discord or exclamation point Discord here in the chat. We do believe that that is where the best, most deep relationships are formed. And as always, you can find us, lovethynerd.com. Or on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, the Facebook at Love Thy Nerd yeah. on all those major platforms. Yep. <clears throat> hey, I'd be remiss if I didn't invite you to come and partner with us. I mentioned before, this costs money. Ministry costs money, and um, we are able to continue doing this because of your generous donations. So please, if you want to do that, exclamation point partner or lovethynerd.com slash partner. Thank you so much in advance. And if you're not already doing it, please consider think about it if you're the praying type pray about it but if anything that we do 
is effective for you or for somebody else in your life, please think about partnering with us financial because it does help us to push this forward. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Once again, I'm Bubba Stallcup. I'm Kate Kotowaki. And I'm uh, Matt GPT. Yeah, Matt GPT out. Yay or <laughs> and nay. For a cut man. <laughs> For a cut man, CJ, we will catch you next week? Question mark? Uh, I think so. I think we'll get some next week. I I look at my phone like I have it in this calendar. I don't. I I don't leave until, I think, Monday. I think it's the the 12th, so not next week, but the week after that. We're not here. So, yes, a show here. A show, a show. Yeah, yeah. Next next week. We will see you next time. Cinco de Mayo. Uh Woohoo! Oh! For another episode of the Free Play Podcast. And if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. <laughs>